Okay. Yeah. Easy. Dude, that's fucking... That's actually a really cool... A really cool method to make sure everything's synced up. The nice little clap, dude. I'm gonna use that. I've never... I can't believe I've never thought of using yeah, the clap. Yeah, I stole that from somewhere else, I, so don't credit me. We're... Oh, we're gonna credit you. <laughs> Let's yeah, go. This is Prowlers. <laughs> Founder of the clap. And I, yeah, that's right. Garrett's Garrett's clap. Garrett's got of, the clap. Podcasting about my clap. <laughs> Title of the episode: Garrett's got the clap. Garrett's got the clap! Exclamation point. Welcome. To that the might pod. be the fastest title we've come yeah. up with on the show. <laughs> yeah, usually, usually we wait until the end, or I just make some shit up right when I'm about to release the episode. Um, yeah, the last one, the last episode that we did, horrific title. <laughs> horrifically boring title it was literally just the name of the game <laughs> yeah that's right shout out logan um all right well we're here i'm peeking crazy holy that's shit that's actually how we um, find out our our titles like jimmy messages me the day of release and he's like yo prowler you got any any titles for us and i just rattle off like five of them and he just picks one of them oh excellent that's just you know fast Fast firing, a, uh, brainstorming, a, right there. It's a fast industry, man. You got to keep up. It is, man, for real. Yeah, that's a, that's a creative process at work. Exactly, it's exactly correct, dude. Um, my levels are so fucking horrific. <laughs> These, dude, I, you can tell. How do you guys edit your podcasts? Like, yeah, I need some, I need some pointers. <laughs> yeah, dude. This shit is horrific. Well, we do, that's another title, another conversation, that's another itself. topic in itself, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we do have to fill an hour. <laughs> How do you? What do you use? You guys use Audition, Audacity. Use Audacity What's yeah. going on over there? That is. That sounds painful. We use it Audacity is. for the raw footage, like the raw audio. So, like, just to get rid of all like the ums, the clicks, the, the all that clap clap stuff yep. in the background, and that then stuff? like, yeah. and then I bring it into Sony Vegas, is where I produce all like add all the music mm. and the production value and stuff like that. Yeah. Damn. Like an average episode will record sick. for like three and a half hours. And by the time that we get rid of all the dead air and like the lip smacking and all the coughing and, and breathing noises and everything, it'll be, yeah. it'll be like two and a half hours, like an hour gets chopped out of it. God damn. Holy and that's crap. all in increments of like three seconds at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how, how many hours a week would you say you spend just... <laughs> On the horn, or on on Audacity and or Sony Vegas, just fucking around, I think we we just getting before. things done. We we talked about this before. We did, right? we did, yeah, yeah. It, it was, was like, like back then. It was like for a three hour episode, for, on my end to make the to like cut it down for the raw to give to you, was eight hours, and then for you to to <sighs> public like uh you know do all your stuff to it like adding the music and whatnot. How long was it? About like four to five hours, yeah yeah like dude and then you have to think about like all the time that goes into prepping it i spend like three hours a week on prep for each episode and then uh each recording is like the three hours so it all adds up to like 20 hours per episode i'm gonna just say this right now can you z can you fucking imagine me (laughs) spending more than 45 minutes editing shit nah that ain't happening oh my that's That's not (laughs) wow i'm actually i have hell like how do you find the time dude Honestly, that is insane. Get, the amount of like of side projects you got made. going on. Oh shit! Well, you know. I have the. Uh, I mean, I'm sure fortunateness of working from home, so I don't. There's a lot of travel time that doesn't go in there, and obviously, if there's some dead time, I can use that opportunity to produce mm-hmm. or to chop up some audio, like especially on like lunch breaks and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's sweet. For me, it's um, like nine hours of my day is working plus driving, so that's time where I can't do anything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that sucks. <clears throat> um, I guess, well, also, I mean, for our listeners at home, uh, you may have gleaned from the little breadcrumbs we've sprinkled throughout this podcast already, but our guests are also some podcasters. Uh, do you guys want to talk a little bit about your podcast, what it is, what you guys do? Jimmy, you go. Wait, wait, what pad- What podcast are we on? What is this place? <laughs> I know, dude. We're f- this is so... This is the crossover. This is the <laughs> this, Jimmy, yeah, is Timmy cool. power hour. <laughs> yeah. We're in a podcast fucking, um, what is it, Crossroads. We're in like podcast purgatory. <laughs> purgatory, yeah. That's right. Well, we're from... Yeah, tell us about what you guys do. Tell us about the podcast that actually, like, you guys work for success, and <laughs> you do achieve a pretty big success, I think. Jimmy goes right? nuts with the Twitter, actually. Like, a, a majority of our marketing is Jimmy. 100%. Insane. Um, but, yeah, we're from the Split Party Podcast, which is just a D&D podcast where two separate parties are like in the same timeline within the same world in different parts of the world or continent of um etherist which is made by uh ghostfire gaming uh, and detailed in their campaign guide for grim hollow their player's guide for grim hollow their monster grimoire which like just uh finished the kickstarter and is going through like alpha stages and all that but we're uh so so the world itself isn't something that like we came up with but we take a lot of creative liberty adding to it and the whole story is is uh just our creation we're um f- yeah, we, uh, funny we're enough just, we're just using the assets that they provide the yeah. source material essentially yeah gotcha but you're you're remixing it heavily for yeah for your players and for the campaign as a whole yeah funny enough actually like our podcast the first 18 sessions wasn't recorded as the podcast because we went through the full like first arc of the campaign and that's when jimmy was like prowler prowler we need or garrett we need to make this into a podcast and then i had to have the conversation with everyone and alex was like nah man i don't want i don't want to record my voice and like some people had their kind of pulled backs and jimmy just kept pushing for it and then you know we decided to go with it and the first episode was like just a recap of the last 18 sessions just narrated out like (laughs) a story which was painful that sounds in itself. insane. <laughs> oh, I yeah. bet. Yeah. Who was the narrator for that? Me. Oh, dude. How many hours of just you talking did you have to record to get through 18, 18 sessions of a recap sounds literally like madness. Yeah. Like, how do you even remember what the fuck happened? Jimmy and I, we both sat down uh, a couple nights in a row pretty much, and we just wrote it out like chapters where it would be like, chapter five the the road ahead I don't like whatever the heck we would have called the chapter and um yeah. and so it was actually covert was in the channel with me while i was recording it i was recording it on discord and so mm-hmm. i was reading the script and there were a lot of times where i would like go to say a line and i would mess it up like very minorly and immediately be like oh you fucking idiot garrett like god damn it and then i <laughs> have to re- like compose myself and redo the line and then like go in post and edit that out it took me three hours to record what ultimately became a 45-minute recording. Goddamn, dude. Yeah. The dedication yeah. to My God. the arc in, in keeping the storyline just, like, uh, current without any breaks and shit, that is incredible. because yeah, you're talking, like, yeah. six months worth of adventuring wrapped up into 45-minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hats off, dude. That sounds horrific. I don't... Yeah. 
Yeah, especially with like D&D, right, where I feel like there's just so many small moments that are like hilarious or important, right, that you just have to capture somehow. Yeah. Whittling that down to like a small summary sounds so impossible. Yeah, it was actually really sad to like not have a lot of the stuff that Ian, like Ian was a primary source of my entertainment throughout the first arc. Like his character Halifax was just, <laughs> what, what voice is that, Jimmy? Do you know? It's, it's, it's uh, emulating he's... a character. He's uh, the 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 Cray brothers from uh, that. What's that movie called? Um, or Alfie Solomon's, if it makes it easier, from Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah. So he emulated <laughs> yeah. that voice Got for his it. character, and his character is like this little halfling <laughs> that wears like this big, tall, like uh, like top hat, and his whole stick is just deceiving people and like being a complete con man and and uh, like convincing them that he's other people to like gain access to places and stuff like that. So. That was just super funny to see how he would take, like, my very serious setting and just, like, turn it upside down on its head and make, like, this awesome memory out of it. Dude. Hats off to you, to you boys. I'm very proud to call <laughs> you hardworking gentlemen my friends. I would say the same for you. My friend. Yeah, but. And we are friends. Yeah, yeah, we are. For the listeners at home, we've met. In real life. <laughs> you make us sound so we've weird. Met, <laughs> yeah. We've met in real life, guys. Our, these This distributed friend group, because, like, we're... You're in uh, in Michigan, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm um, from Michigan. Garrett. And then you're in Connecticut, Jimmy. That's right. Um, dude, this is just... I, my heart is full <laughs> to have... Yeah, such close such close friends and, and members of the podcasting community on... On the Draw Call podcast, uh, you can tell that I'm scrambling. <laughs> See, where are you from? I don't know. Uh, well, I'm in Pittsburgh right now with Mac, mm-hmm. but I'm originally from California. So you've met in real life too. Wow. We, yeah, <laughs> many un- unfortunately many times. Well, wow. <laughs> oh, whoops. That's okay. Uh, fortunately, whoops. That a was a, bit of a, a slip bit of the of, tongue. Uh, podcast <laughs> yeah, podcasting panic here. <laughs> Jimmy, cut that out. Yeah. Yeah, cut that. Yeah, cut let's that, get a little. Out. Clap for that's also for cutting that else, shit out. Actually, is uh, when we record, there are some moments where we'll talk about something kind of controversial, and we'll be like, "Gary, yeah. cut that out of the podcast," or like, "Jimmy, cut that out of the podcast," so that we like hear it, and we're we know when we're editing that that was something we don't want to include in the podcast. I mean, because like, realistically, we still had to ad- adhere to guidelines, whether that be Twitch. Even though we don't go on Twitch, but I feel like oh. Twitch is TOS. I feel like rules everything at this point. Mm-hmm. So you have to be, right. you know, minorly, you know, like uh, paying attention to what you're saying. No, no letting anything slide that could be politically controversial or anything like that, which right. especially, yeah, especially, you know, people take D&D very seriously. So they expect people to also adhere to the standards of you know, yeah. some sort of normalcy. Yeah. And we do want to maintain like a pretty serious story. Like there are definitely times for, for comedy in it, but a lot of mm-hmm. it is like uh, we all understand that there are the right times for everything. Um, so we want to keep it like focused and on track without too much like out of character discussion. How do you guys um, draw the line there, right? Like I feel like the first time I played D and D, it felt like a very wacky kind of no rules experience, <laughs> and it wasn't very fun for me. Like everyone was just kind of doing whatever within the rules of D and D, but like not really trying to, you know, follow the arc or like follow the story that was being like implicitly laid out they were just sort of dicking around yeah. and it was not very fun mm. uh is that is that like enforced <clears throat> in the version of D D you guys play or is that like just a 
no. collective like okay understanding that yeah we're just gonna like be kind of serious well there's like a i would like to say that D is separated into like three categories mm-hmm. you got your beers and nuts which is like your atypical like uh adventures league you meet up with a bunch of random people at a comic book store you've never met them in your life you hop in and out of a game that's your life you know you're not taking it too entirely seriously and then you have people who mm-hmm. you know more focus on like a homebrew maybe they'll use a module they play a couple more times they get more invested into the to the story and they're more willing to you know pay attention take notes and uh, take you as a, as a dungeon master seriously and then you have people like us who have been not to toot our own horn, but we've been we've been you know we've been our especially like our group of friends. Even before we met Garrett, we've been role playing together for almost a decade now. So there's yeah. just a just a, a synergy and a flow that comes in just a mutual respect that we all mm-hmm. really try to like build on. And and as you know, there's just times and you know where it just gets so like you get so in, involved in the story and in your character that you actually get emotional yeah. when things happen. Like I, I even remember one time a couple years ago, I played Alex ran a campaign. I'll never forget it. It actually made me cry. I was surprised. I like, and I wasn't really big on D and D back then, but I, it blew me away. Yeah, and and especially since like everyone has been there and everyone's been a DM, like I think that really plays into the mutual respect, like just the unspoken rule of like you know when to be serious and when not to be serious. Hmm. And, and yeah, we've it's been, a lot of work that you're risking, yeah. yeah. Like, if someone isn't taking it seriously, it's like, damn, dude. That, like, yeah, it fucks. It messes up. Like, can we sucks. curse on you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. For, dude, for you fucking, fucking sure. curse. Right. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it, it kind of just fucks up the whole vibe. Like, once you, yeah. know, once you got someone who irritates the, you know, like, especially because, like, you know, Gary, you heard him. He, he spends hours preparing for this. You know, he doesn't want someone to right. just, you know, spit in his face about it. It's, it's just yeah. not fun for anybody. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah, I, I I definitely have not had great experiences with D and D. I feel like I've always had at least one person who just like kind of derails the whole campaign, and uh, just like causes a very visible rift between everyone playing and like the ma- the 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 DM and the whole experience. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I have seen like really successful games uh, play out. Like I I had a friend in college who would. I think it was like every Saturday he would, I guess, do like the beers and nuts version where he would go into like a room in one of our buildings with like these randos and they would just play D and D for like the entire Saturday, like for eight straight hours. (laughs) And, uh, he invited me one time and I just kind of hung out for like an hour or two and just kind of listened and observed. And that honestly, I was having a blast just like watching them play. I was, I didn't say a single word. Um, so I, I definitely like know D and D can be, just this truly magical experience even if you're not even mm-hmm. involved in it right like it's it's just so magical it, it really is like a very special um very special game and experience as long as right everyone who's participating is like adhering to like the circle of rules and and understanding like what um the goal is and and when to be serious when to not be serious right yeah for sure I was actually just scrolling up in uh so in my Discord we have like a a D and D important channel which is where I post like all the scheduling stuff and like anything else that I want to add to the campaign, and like our first post was this campaign has been going on for, uh, nineteen months now, which is just insane to think about like, uh, 
I can contribute almost all of it just to how enjoyable it's been uh, DMing for the players that I have and like how how much respect they've shown me. It's it's all collaborative storytelling. It's give and take. Right. It's, yeah. So if like one of one one individual is not really into it, like it just throws off the mojo. So it, yeah. It, like personally, I think D and D. You know, Dungeons and Dragons as a whole, whether it be, you know, 5e, 5th edition, Pathfinder, or any other, you know, uh, Vampire, the Masquerades. Like, there's a whole different, you know, you could fill up a whole library of D&D source material, but it, I think itself is, like, one of the most creative outlets you could ever have. Like, just the opportunity to just play. It's, it's like acting, in a way. You just play a different person. You're, right. So, it just, like, you can actually think, and a lot of it is using... Uh, you know, creative, like, uh, what's that word? It's escaping me right now. It's like, uh, I always forget this word. For creative something. freedom? Well, creative freedom, but, like, it's like you got to think of stuff on the fly. It really, you know. Oh, like. Um, improv. Improv. Yeah. You know, a lot of improv. <laughs> yeah. So you have to be, like, quick-witted on your toes. Uh, we could obviously add to the story itself. Because one, yeah. one conversation can turn everything upside down. Yeah. And there are so many times where CUDA or... Um, or covert has said something that has just been like immediately turned into canon. Like they'll say it and I'll just be like, that's canon now. Like when uh, they went to, <laughs> um, where was it? It was in Malkovia. Like they went to some port city and covert was like, yeah, let us talk to your burgermeister, which, which, which is like what he imagined the, uh, the mayor of this city would be called. And that just instantly became something. And like, there are just so many times where Ian has said something that like the Astoian, Classic Astoian hat is like an inside joke that we have um, where all of these people, they're in this like really grimy, like kind of uh, the sky is always dark. Vampires rule the cities and, and like everyone is sort of downtrodden. And here we have this like halfling that's like, oh, yeah, I got my classic Astoian hat on. All these people wear like top hats that are just like really goofy and over the top. And, and it just becomes like a, an improv kind of canon thing. That's how do you guys like capture all of those moments is it like is there a like a master document somewhere that has like like when something's canon do you just remember it or is it sort of etched in stone somewhere we we really just remember it it, it kind of helps for jimmy and i specifically that we are the ones editing the podcast and so right it like really sticks with us because we hear it more than once like we'll go back to the recording and while i'm listening to it i'll be like oh yeah that happened oh yeah i'll write that down in my little notes um but for the most mm -hmm. part all of it just sticks with all of us because uh we reference funny stuff like that kind of regularly damn that's super cool the split party podcast folks <laughs> um i so the one thing that i noticed whenever i was making my extremely thin notes for <laughs> this podcast uh this episode is the fact that you guys actually have a, a fairly large especially for the amount of time you guys have been doing the podcast uh, Twitter following mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to ask uh, a little bit about how you developed your or I guess I should ask is there a strategy do you have a social media strategy for like growing your audience uh, because I'm all ears we're sitting at like 33 <laughs> fucking followers yeah. yeah is it really just hashtags uh, well a lot of it started with hashtags luckily for us the D&D community itself is pretty 
they're pretty giving. They love to spread, you know, the word on other people despite them not even knowing you. They're very friendly and really push people to be move mm-hmm. up in in the in the industry. I know, for example, I know a bunch of other podcasts that have followed us, retweeted us, and give us short kind of spurts of followings, you know, or they'll, you know, uh, quote us in tweets. And a lot of it comes from there's a lot of different days of the week where, uh, especially on Twitter, uh, there's things like for Wednesdays, there's Thursdays, like a, a, a tabletop RPG rising where people just submit promotions for their podcast. Same thing happens on a Saturday. So, like, you spend the day just like, you know, ad shoving, you know, down everyone's throats for, you know, 12 hours or whatever. And then eventually you get, you know, a couple favorites, a couple retweets. It just slowly kind of leaks out, you know, until, and then, you know, as of right now, we're sitting uh, at 789 followers. We're coasting in on 800. So dang. Yeah. Hell yes, dude. And that's like all Jimmy too. Like even with the Instagram, which is something that I'm now in charge of, um, Jimmy has to keep on me about that because I'll forget. Otherwise, I'm just like so busy outside <laughs> of the podcast and outside of work. Um, and so Jimmy will be like, "Hey, did you did you remember to post that thing on Instagram?" And I, what I get from that because I know I know what he means is, Garrett, post that thing on Instagram right now. <laughs> yeah, <God> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about the Instagram, it's definitely it's a I wouldn't say it's a lost cause, but it's definitely a good place to keep our clips because it's hard to like manage them on Twitter because they get lost in the feed. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like it's a good reference point if people ever want to go back and listen to those little clips that we make for, for yeah, the like episodes. an archive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good way to think about that. I never thought about. I always wondered why Instagram and like would be used for like a podcast but yeah let me that makes a lot of sense let me actually read off like all the hashtags that go into uh, one of the posts really quickly talk about filling up this pod right now you can read off all (laughs) these hashtags fill an hour hey garrett garrett knows exactly what the fuck is going on right now yeah go ahead and pull up those hashtags why don't we just hear just read out every tweet you guys have ever sent out (laughs) (laughs) oh yes actually we uh recently got an artist that has been doing art for like all of the characters for oh, the podcast sweet. and it's like really good art and so the hashtags that we've been putting into those posts have been hashtag dnd hashtag dungeons and dragons hashtag rpg hashtag ttrpg hashtag dice hashtag tabletop games mm. hashtag dungeon master hashtag fantasy art hashtag fantasy Hell hashtag yes. character art hashtag tabletop hashtag tabletop rpg hashtag roleplay hashtag grimhall hashtag podcast yes. hashtag dnd podcast Hashtag Keep on going. <laughs> hashtag D and D Gary, you're giving him three what more. he wants. Three more. <laughs> hashtag Grimdark. Hashtag TTRPG Family. Hashtag Character Art. Nah, no, nah, we're, 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 we're letting Mac off too easy. We got to make this actually even more difficult. All right, Mac, start it, asking it, us the real questions. It's actually going on just <laughs> like one of my sessions right now, where I had a campaign beforehand, and like I had to constantly ask the characters, like, "Hey, so this just happened. What do you do in response?" But in the the Split Party podcast everyone is like super self-sufficient and so they'll just like fill up a whole hour of just role playing between themselves and i don't need to do anything same thing's happening right now with mac and his podcast <laughs> oh 100 yeah no you're the perfect guest i dude i'm looking at my levels right now there's like a solid like five minute period where i didn't say shit <laughs> i was gone i have fucking just slack jawed Thinking about how much I hate my damn landlord. Oh my <laughs> god! <about> fuck. <laughs> Mac edit that fucking out. Shout out, <laughs> cut that one out. out nah, one, one of the fucking hashtag landlord. One of the fucking uh, the main tenets of this podcast is that I'm not editing shit out. 
That's so awesome. yeah. Hey, shouts out. Um, <laughs> shouts out to Shouts out to Shouts We at the TSP pod it. don't support doxing. I just want everyone to know that. <laughs> yes, truly. Yeah. That stuff gets oh, edited out. <laughs> they all just explicitly add draw call doesn't support it either. Um, mm. Just in case. Mm. <laughs> in case yeah, anyone the gets the wrong that, idea. The thing that Mac Nelson staunchly supports <laughs> does, is not supported by the podcast that I run 50% of. <laughs> Those things are totally, it's like running, it's like having an LLC, okay? In case we get sued, that's exactly correct. Just right. in case. But right. I'm, I'm just kidding. I don't support doxing. Um, I just also don't support there being a hole in my screen door <laughs> that is just completely. What? I can't even keep my fucking yeah, dude. I can't keep my fucking door open anymore. You see, I'm a man of sunlight. I love having natural light, right? So I keep that hallway door or that main door open all the time, right? If the sunlight permits, you know, if it's a nice sunny day outside, the door is staying open. But now, the fucking door, the screen door, the bottom half of the glass is is gone. What happened? Fucking, wow. it, it fell out. <laughs> what? It, it fell out, dude. It's uh, I fucking on a particularly windy day. It literally the glass just got disconnected, like dislodged from uh, how it was jammed in there, just fucking haphazardly, and so it started hanging from the door. And I had a semi landlord neighbor being like, "Yo, the door looks like it's about to fall the fuck apart." And like, I'm a man. What's of going sunlight. on? Yeah. he's like and i'm a man of fucking sunlight so when i don't get my son we have problems that's gonna be my new Instagram like the fact description <laughs> i'm a man of sun well <laughs> that's a potential podcast fucking title right there man of sun that's cool i love that actually there you go but yeah that match with the favela ceiling the bathroom ceiling. did i talk about the favela ceiling on the podcast you have not actually really i don't think so that's never come up not that I can remember. Oh, dude, that's fucking sick. Um, yeah, dude, we have a, uh, a a hole in our bathroom ceiling. I remember the pictures. By, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that like right when you moved in, you found out about that? Yeah, it was like twelve. It was like twelve days after I moved in. I see fucking. I see raindrops coming from above. I'm like, that's that's a little weird. That's problematic. And uh, yeah, and then for the second day, and then the third day, more raindrops, more raindrops, and then the rain, the drops become. Uh, just a steady stream of water coming from the ceiling. I'm like, hmm, that seems a little curious. And then one day, uh, I'm pretty sure while I was doing uh, something, I, fe- I almost feel like uh, I was editing the podcast or something uh, whenever I hear this fucking crash and bang from the bathroom. I walk over and the, literally the bathroom is filled with fucking like drywall and cement and water and like sludge and there is a gaping fucking hole in the ceiling uh it turns out um one of the people who lives above us has uh an unfortunate very sad case of dementia and they left the they left the uh the bathroom uh like tub and it just overflowed to fuck (laughs) and uh exploded uh, our ceiling yeah and uh i sent the video it's actually like slapstick comedy i sent the video to my landlord and he's like damn i'm sorry that happened that was the meme for like a week he's like damn sorry that happened to you man i'll get someone over there to fix that fucking pronto dude comes two days later installs 
what I can only describe as, uh, <laughs> if you've ever watched um, City of God or Man of God or whatever, yeah. and it's in Rio, and you know, like, the fucking the ceilings and, like, the rooftops, yeah. the shingles. Yeah, dude. I did talk about this on the fucking pod. I mentioned it because I, stri- I strictly remember saying Rio de Janeiro ceiling <laughs> in the episode in the episode with John. And oh, it might have been. Being like, we should probably edit that out. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm editing that <laughs> yeah, out. That's a t- I, I do remember that now. And, uh, yeah, it's canon. Oh yeah, it's no, canon, it's canon yeah. now. That, it's canon now that I, it, in in the br- I instead of having like a bridge to Terabitha or whatever the fuck that movie is called, I have a bridge to Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> That's crazy. From or fucking or uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know any fucking ceiling in Narcos. Whenever they're having the action shots and they're running <laughs> yeah. across the ceilings, that's what our fucking. That's what the 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 piece of like shingle plywood, whatever the fuck, is up on the ceiling, and it's still there and it's rotting right now on the ceiling. Because it still drips water, so it's just destroying the fucking like thing that they put up there. It's it's disgusting. I live in a I live in a slum house. This podcast <laughs> is recorded. This podcast is recorded from a squatter's den. Yeah, we're really it's a new level of. Hey man, you got to start somewhere. Next year, next year you might be in a studio. You never know. True. That's exactly dude. Weren't exactly you guys like correct. at at work for the thirteenth episode or something? Yeah, I think so. Um, we. <laughs> we recorded we recorded a couple of episodes from our uh, our studio's sound room um but i didn't i didn't feel comfortable using some of the computer or the like computer equipment there yeah um so i we used the room but i brought all of yeah. our own like equipment yeah. from like my bedroom and just set it up so we had this really just kind of insane setup where we have just laptops and wires and shit in like the little tiny spaces where there's actually space to put shit down. Mm-hmm. And uh, that by the end of the podcast, that room became a nice, a nice cool like ninety degrees. Yeah, just sweating or ass. I'm sure off. you guys got a couple gross. looks walking through the office with all that stuff. Oh yeah, no, some very, some key, some key executives. Uh, have definitely walked by <laughs> yep. on their way out of the office and have seen our our lambasted, just absolutely uh, insane setup. Yeah, we're just like lambasted. hunched over these laptops, sweat yeah. dripping from our heads. Exactly. Yeah, Hard at work. it's a real scene. Hard at work. Right. No, we look like we look like we're developing fucking. We're we're sewing together binders in this in this fucking <laughs> tiny closet size space. And uh, they're like, oh, well. Mac and Z are at it again. Mac and Z at it again. What else is new? With their bullshit. Um, well, that's a nice little shooting the, the shit segment for you. Um, time for me to go back to saying nothing. <laughs> and <laughs> passing it back over to Z. Um, Z, have you developed an, an exciting D&D-related question for our guests? I, I do have a question, actually. Okay. Uh, I, so... Earlier, you guys mentioned um, that you've had a campaign that's been running for a year and a half plus or something absolutely nutty like that. Mm -hmm. What goes into, like, the foundation of that campaign that allows it to last that long? Like, what, (laughs) how is that possible? Well, I guess, is my question. You would look at Garrett, (laughs) (laughs) the road to Gravenstein. Yeah, a strong understanding of making things last a while and not giving the players all the information constantly and making it so that they can't trust anyone that they meet 
like hmm. I'd say that I could count the number of trustable characters on my like right hand, and they've probably met like eighty characters. Um, oh, and so shit. like they'll ask them questions, and I'll just feed them BS that like isn't true, and they'll be like insight check, and they'll insight check him, and I'll be like, mm, you think he might be serious? You think he might be lying? It's hard to tell. And they're just like, okay, well, <laughs> now we're back at square one. We have no idea where we're going or what to do. Um, but The fog of war. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of it is really just, like, me biting my tongue trying not to, like... Because I think of things related to the campaign, like, um, like some reveals have happened 20 sessions after I thought of it. Um, and so it's mm. really just thinking, like, super far ahead and how things kind of intertwine. Because if I'm thinking, like this is happening in the background uh, while the characters are doing their thing. Like, all the world around them is still living and moving, and I have to think of, like, how does that world continue living and moving, and how does it affect the campaign, and what developments come from it. And that gives me uh, content for for a long, long time, like, session after session after session. And then finally, 20 sessions later, when I reveal that, I'll be like, oh, my God, I've been waiting to reveal that to you guys for the last six months. And it's... <laughs> Yeah, it's just a lot of thinking, I guess, um, that goes into it. As well as, uh, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but <laughs> we it, seems like, it seems like the players <laughs> like the campaign, and so that's a lot right. of motivation for me to keep it going, of course. Right. Yeah, I, I can imagine it must take a lot of discipline to like think of something really cool and not implement it yeah. for months upon months upon months. Yeah. Do you... Do you have like a journal or like how do you how do you document like like reveals like that I, like or just generally like this the story in general is it literally all in your head? It's all in my head. Uh, so while I'm at work, I'm a welder. Um, while I'm going to school for IT, and so while I'm at work welding, I will keep like a piece of scratch note paper on my like desk, and uh, between welds, I'll just like jot down a bunch of notes that I think of and stuff them underneath my second headset on my desk i have a stack of like 80 notes right now um and every now and then i'll Dude, just kind what? of like go through <sighs> and read them and be like okay this one i can shred i've already gone through that this one i can shred i've already gone through that and, and so i think a lot of it is like writing it down helps me remember it and so i mm. it's not very often that i reference my scratch notes but um they're there in case i do forget something by the time that i get home Dude, okay, so you're saying like your your master besides in your head, your master documents are sitting on your welding desk at work. Yeah, um, that fucking rules. that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. I mean, like for the prep, <laughs> holy shit, I write everything down in like a document. So um, let me just open up one of my documents really quickly so I can kind of like talk through it. I guess uh, let me go into session forty three notes. So I make a separate. Um, google drive doc for like every single episode and so it'll say like 43a which was the previous session that we had for the a side was uh was 23a but it's actually like the 43rd episode for the a side because we started recording after we started the campaign of course and so i do right. like a lore snippet and then i do like a recap and then i jot down like six pages of like 11 point aerial font of uh things that i might anticipate the party doing and like already have fleshed out so I can like keep things flowing and like keep them on their toes or um, just so I can make sure that something uh, memorable happens with that scene if they do come to that scene. Dude, what? Garrett, have you considered a career in narrative design? <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I have considered a career in project management though. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. I honestly, I mean, you already know this, Garrett, because we're great friends. But I definitely think that you would be very capable in either of those things. But, dude, six pages of notes for, like, one session sounds tremendous. And you're doing that, like, every session. Yeah. That's... The one, the combined one for, like, both the A and B side sessions. So A side records on Thursdays, B side records on Sundays. Um, mm. And that's... We try to do it every week, but there are some weeks where, like, I might be busy with doing something else um, or somebody else might be busy. But the, the like, both A and B side sessions for this week, the notes are 16 pages. <laughs> that's, that's fucking cool, man. That's super sick. Extreme dedication <laughs> yeah. to the craft. For sure, man. For sure. Dude, that's, like, in Z, stop me if I'm wrong here, right? But that is literally, like, narrative design right you have like all of these like because video games are inherently like branching right yeah like, you there are branching narratives even if you are just rolling around in the game space like random shit can happen that is what you're doing essentially right yeah you're, that's like that's world building like that that skill is pretty heavily sought after i would say that is like not an easy thing to do oh, at all hold on Oh, yeah, uh, j- just put in my application for yeah. show games. There it is. <laughs> oh, yes. The nice, a nice little split party podcast X shell games. Let's make this happen. Dude, I got. I really have to stop saying the fucking name of the company that we work at on this podcast. <laughs> oh, was I not supposed to? I, no, I mean, no, you're good. Okay. But, like, I got... Uh, people can... Like, because we have so many people from shell games on... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you're just shouting out your work like, constantly. Some people... <laughs> Yeah, some people got worried that, like, some people might think that Draw Call and Shell Games are, oh, like... Affiliated. Yeah, yeah, affiliated. Or, like, Draw Call is, like, a Shell Games podcast, mm-hmm. which <laughs> which it true. is not. I just made a comparison uh, f- with my ceiling to an episode of Narcos. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably not something that Jesse, Jesse Shell would really appreciate or endorse... <laughs> Is me calling my bathroom ceiling Rio yeah. de Janeiro and saying that I, it, me exposing my hatred for my landlord on, <laughs> on live on air. Um, so yes, this is not a shell game sponsored podcast and we do not, our values and thoughts do not reflect those of our employers. That's a good Also, if you're listening to this, hi, Jill. Um, <laughs> I, Man, this is a fucking spicy ass episode. But uh, anyway, this let's really uh, let's move dude. right on past that. Uh, um, I'm, I'm going insane. Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, you, you know, you I'm the <laughs> I'm the guy. You uh, actually, down. hey Mac, you want to tell everyone what you're drinking right now? Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about that for a, for a quick second, <laughs> dude. I'm drinking uh, a Mac Nelson Classic from oh, back okay. in the days when I was when I was sweating away back in back in startup land. Um, I'm talking 50% sugar-free Red Bull, oh. right? And then 50% um, Mountain Dew sh- Zero Sugar Spark. What the fuck? You're um, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what no, the fuck? That's a milk. That's no, a that's, I, that's a special. That's the full Nelson special, huh? <laughs> that's a classic. That's, that's the full Nelson special for sure. No, so this the full Nelson special is half sugar-free Red Bull and then half. <laughs> any other drink that I have on hand. <laughs> so I'm mixing together, Orange say, juice. 
say, I've never tried orange juice, but that does sound amazing. Are you, no, a, they're usually... are you a pulp or no pulp guy, really quick? Pulp. No pulp. Dude, extra what? pulp. It well, has I mean, to be extra pulp. It, yeah. It depends. The more pulp, the better. Exactly. Really? <laughs> Thank you, Z. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not really a huge orange juice drinker, so I don't really have a lot of really stake in the game here. Yeah, we're done. But <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so you'd rather This be... is the last episode of Draw Call, everybody. <laughs> what a great one to end on. Rio de Janeiro, yeah. me directly shouting out my manager. Yeah. And uh, finally me saying that I actually don't give a fuck about orange juice. Um, dude, yeah, no, I'm not. Sorry, I don't really have much of a stake in the game. What I was going to say was, uh, for example, I have Gatorade sitting over there that I sometimes mix Red Bull with. Um, sometimes? It's a nice... Sometimes, like yeah. Like use the know, same Gatorade? How, yeah, I have, this, I have a massive 1,092 <laughs> fluid ounce bottle of Gatorade. <laughs> an industrial size waste container filled with Gatorade Zero that I use for mixing together my... My insane drink. Truly. Um, really? it, it has gotten some press in the office. Um, did you know? <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Uh, yeah, whenever whenever <laughs> no one saw me eat anything ever in the office. I had a streak going for a while where I, I remember never that. had I never had lunch in the office ever. Like no one ever saw me eat food. But all what they did see often was me going down to the communal fridge and pulling out a bottle of Gatorade Zero and then mixing it with a uh, can of 20-ounce fluid or uh, sugar-free Red Bull, mixing it together with ice, and then drinking it on my way back up to the third floor and going away and so as what quickly it, as I came. What's that formula, though? Like, do you drink half the Gatorade and then pour the Red Bull in or vice versa? Or is there a third-party container that you use for that? Uh, yeah, I have my mason jar that is cleaned maybe <laughs> once every four weeks. Oh, the mason jar. <laughs> Yeah, so it's so this this radioactive looking concoction is being is being poured in um, much like a summer shandy into my my very blurry looking mason jar. Dude, uh, if I were again, that is a very shoddy long. That would be a very tea. strange sight to see as your coworker just walking down to the break room and seeing you pouring these two drinks into a mason jar right. that looks like it hasn't been cleaned in weeks. That's right. That's exactly correct. <laughs> Shouts out the marketing team. Yeah, you just turned to me and <laughs> give me like full eye contact and a brief nod. That's a Mac Nelson move right yeah. there. It's a nice little two finger salute, like I'm in seventh oh, grade. Oh yeah. On the way back, on the way back up to the office for me to continue doing websites. Sounds about right. Or whatever it is I do up there on the mezzanine. <laughs> no one really knows, but hey, the websites look great. Dude, wow. I'll never Where forget the, the time that you panicked. About? You were like, <laughs> oh. you're like, oh my gosh, uh, I think I just messed up. I think I just made a big mistake. And we were all like, Mac, what do you mean? What's up? What's up? Everything okay? And you're like, yeah, I think I just broke the website for my work. <laughs> and you spent like an hour working on it. And finally, you were so relieved when you're like, oh, I fixed it. Oh my God, it's all good. <laughs> I'm not going to lose my job. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a Mac Nelson maneuver for sure. I have maybe one one of those. No, it's definitely more than one. But I have one major, like, I this might be my last day on the job. Uh, sort of moment. Yeah. Not. That's uh, when the Red Bull comes out. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's when it's that's when it's pure Red Bull. <laughs> the, the, the moldy mason jar gets fully used. That's right. That's right. That's exactly correct. Yeah, the mildew. That Smells is, like mildew. That's yeah. Caked, that's caked on to the sides of the. Dude, Z can see it right now. Yeah. It. 
it's is kind it of bad? opaque. Oh. It's, it's, oh. it's pretty opaque. Yeah, dude. Nah. If you held up fingers behind it, I don't know if I could tell how many <laughs> fingers you're shit, holding up. Dude, that's sick, actually. <laughs> Can you see? I uh, cannot see. Dude, that fucking rocks, dude. Yeah, nah. It's kind of, it looks almost ceramic in nature. It does. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. with the amount of... Yeah, wow. Maybe this shit should go in the dishwasher soon. Most deaf, actually. For sure. I worry for your yeah. health, my friend. <laughs> Most deaf. Dude, wow. Um, what the fuck are we talking about? It's a good Honestly, question. Honestly, I don't remember. Dude, I, I don't know. Um, let me look at the outline here. Get us back on track real quick. Dude, don't you guys love doing the Draw Call podcast? Absolutely no, no outline fan, and no structure. I mean, I literally am. It's... <laughs> it's thirty three percent of me just free just it. talking shit. <laughs> yeah, free balling. For just just spitting out whatever comes to mind. Yeah, and Z being just looking onward, being like, "Why are you saying the things that you're saying? Why are you needlessly jeopardizing not only you but me and the podcast at large, so that you can make yet another joke about, about how, your moldy mason jar, about how the ceiling looks like something out of." Call of Duty 3. Call of Duty 2. <laughs> Rio level. What a great one. Was that COD 2? Uh, Call of Duty 2 was... Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say oh, COD 2 was World War 2. Dude, yeah, Big yeah, Red yeah, 1 yeah. was the fucking on shit, On the cube, bro. bro? Which one? On the cube, dude. Nah, oh. nah, I had it on the Xbox, bro. Oh. I had it on the the Xbox like original. Dude, that shit was fire. Have you, did you ever play Big Red 1, bro? Mm-mm. Damn. Dude, my primary That's memory of that game do. was playing it on the cube, being like six years old, not knowing how to use a controller <laughs> to shoot someone, and it just being like the first Russian level where it's like pitch black night, and I couldn't see where I was getting shot from, and I gave up. That was that was it. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude. I remember. Okay, so what's the game where like you finally beat the first level? Like, mm. I remember being so bad at video games that like I could never. Like, whatever I would play, I would always be stuck on, like, the first level. It was true for, like, the old SOCOM games. It was true for, like, Ace Combat. It was true for Call of Duty. Like, I just couldn't... But eventually, you gain, like, the the motor ability to, like, know what the fuck's going on. The hand-eye coordination. The exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys have, like, a very... Maybe this is a memory only specific to me. Because I just played and failed so many video games as like a small child. But do you guys remember the first level that you really beat and were like, "Damn, I'm I'm now a human. I know how to fucking. <laughs> I've I know unlo- how to work I've the unlocked controller. memory. <laughs> yeah, this is, <laughs> is going to sound really, uh, really arrogant, but I don't think I've ever had that because I I mean, I just play every game on like the top difficulty right off the bat, and I'm just amazing at it. Sorry, Mac. You're so you're telling me issue. hell yeah. So you're t- He's oh, a professional wow. video okay. gamer. You're telling me that at fucking four years old, when you were playing Spyro on the PS2, you were playing on the you you made a conscious decision to <laughs> maybe, to flick. Maybe I didn't play the hardest f- difficulty until I was like sixteen, but I do remember playing one level on COD One. I got my first computer when I was like five, and I remember mm. playing this one level on COD One. It was like one of the last ones. And I couldn't beat it like the night that I was playing it. And I went to bed and I woke up before my first grade, first grade classes before my mom was going to take me to school. And yeah. I played it at like six in the morning and beat the level no problem. And I was like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, for I'm me, actually... uh, what's it called? I remember I was a huge Nintendo kid. So like I had, yeah. my, especially my dad was like a huge gamer when I was like a, a baby, essentially. So we had 
you know, the first Nintendo, Super Nintendo, N64. So, but one game that really gritted me, it wasn't like any of the old Nintendo games, but on the GameCube, Resident Evil 4. Oh, let me, let me Ooh, tell you, yeah. I got stuck one time for three months fighting <laughs> Salazar and I was livid. My cousin came over for Christmas. He beat it in 10 minutes. I was so mad. Oh my <laughs> Lord. I was so tired. Dude, <laughs> dude did you ever play Fucking... RE4 on the Wii? Yeah. That was fire, dude. That's oh cursed. No, it's cursed. What are you talking about? So on the Wii? Good, <laughs> did you ever play Modern Warfare on the Wii? You remember dude. when they took that shit in? No. Um, do you remember um, oh, fuck. GoldenEye on the Wii? That game was actually kind of fun. Dude, I don't think I ever pl- I've ever played a shooter on the Wii. I have to be honest. That's just something that I never thought. <laughs> it worked. GoldenEye FPS worked on the Wii. I'll have to, I have to admit. Damn. I mean, Call of Duty be... did not. When you think about it, the Wii like kind of came. It's like the first kind of virtual style. Like when you know when you have used your your Oculus, you know you're using your hands and stuff. The motion like stuff. So it's kind of like playing the Wii, right? So if you played, uh, if you used, uh, yeah. what are those yeah. some games that you play on the uh, the Oculus Mac? Uh, What's that like, shooting game that you you and I think Garrett was playing? I too? played Pavlov a lot. Pavlov, Pavlov yeah. Onward. Uh, I expect you to die one. I expect you to die two until you fall. Like all the zombie um, games that I play. Um, uh, Arizona Sunshine. Water Bears VR. Um, super hot. Super hot. Good one. I play a lot of Beat Saber. That's like my cardio. Yeah, Beat Saber. When I get home from work and I'm like, all right, time to crank out some cardio. I play some some Beat Saber respect dude super hot might be the never mind i can't say that on the podcast <laughs> oh that's it's what one you can't of. say on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i must call it super hot the best v- the best vr game of all time and then i realized that i work at a vr studio and uh dude you're make... really digging a hole yeah. this episode dude it's a fucking it should be like... called mac digs a hole <laughs> <laughs> mac gets mac goes back to the startup yeah. <laughs> Mac gets fired. Mac has a very long conversation with his manager. Um, nah, dude, this is like what forty nine minutes in. No one's my boss is not listening to this shit this far in. Boss is too busy, man. And and if she is, yo, hello again, <laughs> Jill. If you're if you're listening to this and you're at the fifty minute mark, send uh, Mac and me a DM. Let us know. Yeah, send send Mac specifically. <laughs> A, a termination notice <laughs> with with two weeks severance so that this is getting too so real. that he doesn't have to work at McDonald's in order to make ends meet. Um, dude, we got maybe two more points on here to get, and we're at fifty. We're making a good time actually. We're having a good ass time here. Yeah. Um, dude, uh, the split of the party, mm-hmm. the split of mm. the. Um, the Split Party Podcast. Mm-hmm. How how did you come up with this idea? I'm assuming oh, that I the other D and D. Oh, okay. Take Here it, it is. Okay. So, Alex, if you're listening to this, you're, you're probably already saying to yourself, "Yep, it's me. That's me." Uh, but <laughs> basically, so there were um, you know four players in my campaign. It was Ian, Alex, Jimmy, and Tom, and. Uh, when we got to the end of the first arc, Alex got a new job and he was like, I don't know, Garrett, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. And I didn't want to leave him out of the campaign, but I also didn't want to like, cause, cause schedules just wouldn't work at that point between like the people that are in the A side and the people that were, are now in the B side. And so I thought to myself, how can I please everyone? Because I'm a people pleaser. 
I can yeah. split the party and like we'll run two campaigns in the same world and I'll let each side invite like a couple extra people to kind of make up for that gap from splitting the party. <laughs> and so that's how we did it. And he's as easy as that. But it's all Alex's fault. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, without Alex uh, doing that, podcast we wouldn't have came exists. up with the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Has there ever been a crossover between the parties? There has, actually. Uh, Jimmy, oh. do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, so more recently, if you check out episode 1C of the podcast, uh, that is when the A side of the split teleported from Bonasau Village, which is on the bottom left of the continent, all the way up to Talstar, which is sort of near like the eastern right, coast, kind of. center right of the continent. Uh, and essentially, we were there to fight a archdemon. Um, luckily through happenstance, we happened to find a, an expert wizard who could teleport us there in time or else we never would have made it. But the whole point of the split essentially was to uh, eventually meet up in this village of Talstar. Uh, we didn't really necessarily know what was going on there, but we knew it was, there was something bad going on. So the whole like adventure itself was based on getting there eventually, even before the split. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of mm-hmm. happened where when we... When we were at our last point, uh, what was in, what was the name of that? Palo Heart. Uh, mm-hmm. That is when the split happened, and half the pod went north, like to the deep, deep north, and the other half went to the to the, the vampire lands, to the far bottom, you know, right of the continent. And then it's just it was just sort of building up little by little. Garrett was sliding it in here and there, little connections between NPCs from both sides of the split, um, until eventually the the crossroads came, and we had a, a mega episode essentially. Where we spent, uh, I think, what a, a whole Sunday. It was much a whole Sunday. Sunday. We recorded like two sessions back to back, a whole six hours. Whew. God damn! And incredible. And it, so the sick. crazy part about it is the B B side had no idea that it was going to happen. Like they they kept saying, "Oh man, I hope that Jimmy and the others make it." Oh man, I hope that Jimmy and the others make it. Little did they know, like Jimmy and I are, we're well aware that they're going to arrive there, and uh, and so like. I, I was like, okay, guys, B-side session on Sunday, 6 p.m., be there. And so they got there, and, uh, oh, no, I said it had to be earlier because I was, like, doing some homework or something later on. Total BS. Which was, mm. was cap, yeah. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so I get them there in the session, and I'm, like, recapping and all this stuff. Like, you arrive at Talstar, like, it's it's snowing. You see this, like, giant beam of light in the center of this, like, structure. The, the bridge that you're on is ruined. All of a sudden, there's like a blue flash of light in front of you, and I DM'd like the boys, go, 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 and they all joined into the the Discord channel, and like it was just this hype moment where they're like, oh my god, that's no so way. cool. <laughs> that's actually so sick, dude. Yeah. Wow. What a reveal. It was, for a, the it was a huge buildup, man. Like uh, the cool part about it is like they can communicate between sides because Jimmy's character can like send telepathic messages to the other side. So I like record snippets from the A side. And play it on a soundboard yeah. for the B side. I'll be like, Ruben, you hear like this message in your head, and I'll play it, and it'll be like Jimmy actually talking with like a couple different effects, like an echo and a reverb and stuff like that. Dude, the amount of work and like meticulous detail you guys are putting into this podcast is absolutely insane. Holy crap. That sounds so fun. Pretty inspiring, right? <laughs> well, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right, you know? Yeah. If I had to say, you that's one what? motto. That's yeah, that's exactly correct. <laughs> if you're gonna do it, you do it fucking right. There is like one big challenge to it, which is making sure that neither side of the campaign gets too far ahead in the timeline than the other. Like, I have yeah. to keep them within a certain time frame of each other. Like, we have like a full calendar that I made, and I keep track of like the days and times of like each side. 
and I try and like yeah. if one side is way ahead of the other then I'll make like one day maybe a little bit more dense and vice versa I'll make one day maybe a little bit more light on the other side and so they can kind of catch up uh, yeah. and it creates a lot of cool stuff where like one party might do something seven days before the other party like has a session and uh, and you know that second party gets to that location or like hears from an NPC like the news that happened from the other side where it's like that's the, so cool just the whole world is like breathing yeah that was going to be a follow-up question of mine actually is how you uh i guess maintain like the the tension almost that i feel like listeners have of you know if they're listening to both parties i imagine each listener would want to like feel that at some point in time mm-hmm. there would be crossover or that they're sort of you know going at the same pace um, so that's that's really interesting to hear that you're sort of um, manipulating the time of the world for each party. That's cool. That's super cool. Thank you. Do you have to? You don't ever have to like cut like a session short like abruptly in order to make sure you're not too far ahead, right? Like um, no. Normally, if I ever make a session shorter, so normally the sessions are like three and a half or three hours. If I ever have mm-hmm. to make one like shorter than that, it's either because the party gets to a point where i know that if we continue it'll be another three hours so i like have to save it for another session or um or like if something out of character like like one of us has to go do something that they tell me about like the other week um tom had to go pick up his father from the airport and so we started at uh like 6 30 and we ended at nine because tom had to leave and so it was like a two and a half hour session gotcha still pretty sizable yeah pretty good yeah, we try still not to go lot, past like three and a half hours though, because that's where <laughs> the eight hour yeah. editing turns into ten hours. I'm all set. I'm all yeah. set with that. Yeah, dude. Nah. I feel like even playing in a three hour and this is me coming in because I just have the attention span of a fucking lizard. <laughs> but I dude get, getting past the three hour mark in a D and D session is fucking hellish for me. <laughs> Uh, I know this is, like, blasphemy for all of our friends because, like, the most of our mutual friends are, like, huge D&D players that yeah. would be totally comfortable playing five hours straight. Yeah. But, dude, I absolutely fucking could not. Give me a nice little brisk two-hour session, <laughs> and I'm good. I'm chilling off of that. That's a that's a nice little session, you know. We get in. We get out. That's why I like one shot so much, dude. One shots. One shots are fucking. Sick. I'd say that there was a time period where uh, we played D and D like five or six days a week because we had like three different campaigns going on at the same time. So like yeah, we would dude. play like probably like hey we're bored we're just sitting on Teamspeak. You guys want to play D and D? Sure. And then we would play for like six hours on a Tuesday. Like you know what I mean? It was <laughs> crazy. Insane, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Those are definitely some crazy. Um, everyone is playing D and D, so it looks like I'm going to uh, troll on Tarkov <laughs> for for the next five hours alone. <laughs> um, but nah, man, I respect it. I, honestly, that's why I have the most creative fl- friends on the fucking planet, dude. All that damn D and D, and all that damn Daisy RP, Whoa. which fortunately, which fortunately we don't have time for today. Because we're at 59 minutes and 13 seconds, and I've been counting. Um, Dude, I wish I could make this like three hours. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, we have to uh, cut it 
because I've done the math. <laughs> and uh, I don't actually know what the math states, but I do know that I'm cutting this shit in like two minutes. Okay. Um, is there anything else you want to ask dude, us before the two minute mark? Um, is there anything you want to ask me? I'm going to flip it on you. Ooh. Is there anything you want to ask me? The, right old, now? the old Uno reverse. Or Z. Right now. I know everything about you. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> you, honestly, you pretty closet much with do. no door. You're in the you're in the brigade Discord, so you do basically know everything about me. <laughs> you know a lot. Um, would you? Do you have any questions for me and Z? You better think fast. Uh, so yeah, what are your guys' plans with Draw Call? I know you guys have a couple episodes out, but like, do you plan on expanding and like making them longer episodes, oh, or are you comfortable with like an hour? I mean, a dozen, you know, 13, 14 episodes. You guys got your stride now. So where where, where are you guys going from here? Do we that's have a, a stride? That's a great question. Do we have a stride? <laughs> we, we do we call we call what we have going on right now a stride. I feel like the pace of draw call is like uh, similar to like a three legged race with me and Mac, where like <laughs> th- our our legs are duct taped, like yeah. the the legs next to one another, mm-hmm. and then we're trying to sprint, and yeah. occasionally we're in sync and we make it really far. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we stumble, we fall, we stumble, but. The important part there is we get up and we keep going. Yo, Damn, so some true. wise words from Z. <laughs> so some true. wise words coming in from Z. Crazy. You know, I do think that one the one amazing thing we have going here at Draw Call is the the very similarity, but also um, very select roles of the hosts. Because you have Z, who's very sort of like, all right, let's keep this. Uh, like a nice tight ship. Let's get some good content. And then you have me. Yeah. We got the you. The opposite. <laughs> you, have, you have me, who is more than willing to let Garrett read off hashtags for 35 minutes. <laughs> Dude, you've got to have a wild card. Exactly. Agreed. Wild card, man. Yeah. You're crucial. That's what, it so keeps it authentic, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Agreed. Dude. I think it, I think it's, it is a very good, a very good matchup for sure. Most yeah, enough. it works. Um, but yeah, I guess to answer your question, we honestly the one the one goal I have is just to increase the listener count to a point where we have an actual base of people to that like listen frequently that we can get feedback from on like what the fuck we are saying and like the guests that we have on and shit. Mm-hmm. Like just like a solid base of people. Um, how we are going to do that, no idea. And uh, honestly, they don't pay me enough here to find that out. But so. I, yeah, I think I think also like we we haven't actually taken any steps towards achieving that. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, man, damn, Mac, it'd be sweet if we had like 50 followers and we could say some dumb shit at like our uh, one hour, two minute mark and be like, hey, in the comments, you know, Get, tell us your favorite type of cheese, and we'll get like t- twelve comments of people mm-hmm. just saying cheese. Be like that—that's the dream for me, at least. Yeah, wouldn't it be cool? Yeah, but then we just sort of then we do nothing. We do absolutely nothing to achieve those goals. Um, but it's fun. I mean, it's it is fucking fun to do this. Honestly, I I have a great time every time we do it. Yeah, it's I look just... forward to it every month or every two weeks. And that's I think the the primary thing. Just like you for guys. Sure. 
I mean, you guys look forward to doing the like your podcast, right? Absolutely, oh, like definitely. Like there are, there are times where we'll end a session, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, I cannot wait for the next session." Dude, that's mm. amazing, right? Yeah, I honestly feel the same way about the pod. Like, I joke in uh, like a lot about like, "Oh, dude, we gotta, we just gotta fill an hour," but. <laughs> Honestly, that's more on me just not being fucking prepared sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> being like, I have no idea what I'm going to ask this person who I've just asked to spend an hour with me rambling. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, it's a fun thing. I, I enjoy putting uh, it out. Z, I'm sure we're in the same mind about that. Because, yeah, yeah I, I say all the time, the minute this shit stops being fun is the minute I stop doing it. Right, like, right. As long yeah, nice. We just heard Austin. Dude, I, you know what? I forgot to fucking... Austin is... Uh, you guys know Austin. Yep. Austin is currently yelling at FIFA in the other room once again. Two episodes in a row now. Shouts you know what? Shouts out. Shouts out, Austin. <laughs> Shouts out, yeah. But I forgot. I told him I was, going to, I was going to get on his head at the beginning of this episode, and then I forgot all about it. But I'll save it for next episode, if I can remember to do that. Um... This is uh, solidly bringing us to five minutes past an hour, and uh, I won't take any more of your time with my mildew mason jar <laughs> fucking talk. That's what the people um, are craving. That's what they're here for. The mildew mason jar. That's a cool episode name. That's a cool episode mildew name. Mildew mason jar. <laughs> That's fucking. Got, yeah, that'll like get a, a lot a of strong list of yeah. names now. I'm, I'm excited to see yeah. which one you go with. Nice. Yeah, we're gonna have to skim through this episode. <laughs> Just kidding. There's no way I'm listening to all this. It's shit an hour. <laughs> I'm gonna sit. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to. See, here's my editing process. I'm gonna control A on the entire waveform or on the entire multi-track session. I'm going to Export. apply. I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna apply. I'm gonna apply an, a hard limiter to make sure that there are no pops and that it's not too loud. I'm going to apply a automatic uh, speech loudness. Um, filter to make sure that all of the voices sound relatively similar. And then I'm going to uh, add a... What what else am I adding? This is a little audio tutorial for any prospective shitty podcast creators out there. Add some Paul stretch um, to the whole thing. Yeah. Some echo <laughs> and some Paul stretch. And then double uh, dual tone as well. Oh, excellent. Um what was no? There's an actual one more effect that I add. High pass. Um, it's pass. something. Uh, I think so. It's like a low pass limiter, basically to like get rid of all of like the dead air and shit mm-hmm. uh, at the bottom end of the waveform. And then I export it all. It takes about thirty five minutes. Um, Solid. And uh, yeah, then <laughs> then that's it. And then I go. Okay. Then I go either play squad or. Me and Z go to Gordo's and eat tacos. We have a fucking good ass <laughs> uh, time. Either way, great time. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> correct. Um, Jimmy Garrett, thank you so much for coming on the pod. I mean, come on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah. Um, Z, what is your what is your opinion of my good friends Garrett and Jimmy? Oh, they're sick. I am I'm actually super, super curious about uh, like your guys' podcast now, I, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna take a listen. One thing tomorrow you. morning at work. Thank you, appreciate N- you. Note the disclaimer on one A. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I mean we're not we'll gonna, do. We'll, we'll get into it, but yeah. We'll do. We'll do. Um, folks, Jimmy and Garrett, 
uh, the Split Party Podcast. It's on all major podcasting platforms, I think. It is, yeah. This is me making a massive assumption on what podcast platforms you're on. Okay, all major platforms. Um, There's also a Patreon. If you uh, check it out, you love it, and you want to support. That's exactly correct. And a Discord. Um, And And a Discord. Discord. Uh, Jimmy, Garrett, would you like to plug anything else in the uh, plug section of the podcast? Thank you, Mac and Z, for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. It's been a a good time. (laughs) Shouts out Draw Call. Little do you know, we're publishing an episode at the same time you guys are publishing this episode. Uh, We've been recording this whole time. (laughs) <laughs> oh excellent night then the podcast just like that the podcast has been stolen from under me in this episode <laughs> shall never air <laughs> yeah this we the rock all becomes a split party podcast behind the scenes <laughs> oh hey, yeah wait, i mean if we ever do honestly i'm gonna say i'm gonna keep, keep it honest with you if we ever do mm-hmm. a talk show after like our sessions i want you guys to be the hosts Oh, Ooh, that would be that sick. Thing. That sounds. I'm on. I'm, I'm on some Talking Dead Chris Hardwick type yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. That fucking sounds cool, man. Yeah, that'd yeah. be sweet. That'd, Sign yeah. me up. I'm down. Holy That's shit! Cool. All right, boys. Um, dude, we're ten minutes past. What do we? Yeah, I know, man. Are we hard cutting? Should I try an outro again? What do you think, Z? You want to hear our? Here's outro? what I'm gonna say. Oh yeah, let's yes. listen to your outro. Great idea. All right, and that's where we're going to end this session. I just want to give a quick shout-out to everybody that has followed our podcast. If you like what you heard, consider giving us a thumbs up. If you didn't like what you heard, consider giving us some feedback. We'd really appreciate it. Feel free to join our Discord, everything like that. Linktree link in the description of this podcast should have everything. That being said, we want to shout-out our Patreon subscribers for supporting us through blah, 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 and sort of like all of our Patreon stuff. And as always, never split the party. See you next time. Bye. Wow. That's really good. That's professionalism to a T. That's really good. Damn. I kind of want to try one now. Dude, no. Whip one Do out, it. Man. Let's hear it. Whip go, it off. Go, go. Boom. Off the dome. I'm going to hard dome. cut whatever you try. <laughs> nah, dude. Come on, dude. You got to have a, a okay. catchphrase. You're right. the one who wants an outro. All right. All right. I'll give you. All right. Let's do it. Let's okay, do it. No okay, hard okay. cut. I promise. Okay. No hard cut. But you get one shot. One shot. Damn. All right. Well, I am good under pressure. All right. All right, you've reached the end of this episode of Draw Call. If you like what you heard, feel free to give us a like and subscribe. Hit the bell as well. Uh, if you did not like what you heard, feel free to uh, not tell us any feedback. Don't really give a fuck about uh, your negative feedback and your negative Nancy attitude. Do not leave any feedback unless you have something nice to say. And if you have something nice to say, please feel free to say it in our Patreon, which doesn't exist because we don't have one yet. Say it in the Patreon. Um, Say in the Patreon and the paid comments by paying $5 a month for absolutely, absolutely no extra content. Um, thank you very much for listening to Draw Call. Uh, we'd like to give a shout out to all of our Patreon subscribers, of which there are none at the moment. And uh, until next time, uh, I don't fucking know, man. Not split the party because this isn't the split party podcast. No. We need to draw all your calls. You Don't forget need, to draw you a, your calls. Yeah, you need a trademark <laughs> phrase. Uh, okay, trademark phrase. Uh, uh, oh, dude, because it's... Oh, dude, I got it. All right, check this out, right? Uh, and thank you again for listening to this episode of Draw Call. And as always, hard cut to black.